Boys and girls, wow, that's all I can say. Wow, that was really, really good this morning. And I know you have spent loads of time practicing, going over your words, going over your songs. And leaders, I know that just doesn't come together overnight. So very well done. It was really, really good. And we enjoyed it, didn't we, Joel? It was super indeed. Now, I have a question for you. And it's a bit of a strange question for a Christmas service. Put your hand up if you like to go camping. Where's the McDermott's? Put your hand up, McDermott's, because I've seen the pictures on Facebook of your massive tent. Does any boys and girls like to go camping? Okay, we have a few. Well, do you know what? When I was a little girl, I used to go camping with my dad and my big brother. And then when I got to big school, I did this thing called the Duke of Edinburgh Awards scheme. And they sent you off into the middle of nowhere on a mission. There was one time whenever I was camping that I really loved. It was when it was pitch black. I was in the tent, I opened the tent, I looked out and I looked up and there was loads and loads of twinkling things in the sky. Who can put their hands up and tell me, what do you think those twinkling things were? Can you shout it out to me? Superman, they were stars, that's right. Tell me this, have you ever tried to count the stars? I've tried that and then I get confused because I kind of think I've counted those, but I want to count these ones. Boys and girls, there's far too many stars in the sky for me to count. But there's one person who knows how many stars there are. Who can put their hands up and tell me the name of that person who knows every single star in the sky? Can you shout it out for me? Good girl, God, because God made the stars. He knows exactly how many there are. But did you know that many years ago, God wanted to tell a very special message to a group of people. And he did this by putting one more star in the sky. Now, I love looking at the stars, but there's no way I would know if there was an extra one in the sky. And I'm sure you're the same. But the people who God wanted to share this message with, well, they were used to looking into the sky. These men, are called the wise men. Where are our wise men this morning? I've seen a few of them. There's one there. I'm surprised none of the big people are putting their hands up. Where are the wise men? Boys and girls, these men lived in the east. And do you know what? They have a strange job. Because do you know what they did every night? They looked up into the sky because it was their job to study the stars. Now they would have known about God and they would have known that God made the stars, but they did not know him in that special way. Boys and girls, I love that you're all at church, and I love that you're all at the front. Did you know that God wants you to know more about him? That's why you come to CB Kids. That's why you come to church, and that's why you have faithful leaders who teach you every single week about God because they want you to know more about him. And it's great that you're here and that you're listening, but do you really know him in that special way? You know, these wise men, they knew lots about God, but didn't know him in the right way. And one day they looked up, there's a brand new star in the sky. I wonder what it could mean. You know, 
many years ago, they did not have the Bible the way we do. Now, this is my Bible. It's the Word of God, the full Word of God. God doesn't want anything else added to it or taken away. This is what God wants us to have now. But see, in those days, they certainly didn't have all of it. In fact, they would have had scrolls with wee bits of the Bible wrote inside. These men, the wise men, because they were so clever, they knew to open up the scrolls that they had because they knew God was giving them a message. And inside those scrolls, it would have told them about a Messiah, somebody who was going to be born to save them from their sin. Imagine getting all that just by looking at a star. How very clever these wise men were. I want you to think of the most cleverest person that you know. I wonder, is it your mum or dad? I wonder, is it your school teacher? I wonder, is it the principal in your school? I want you to think that these wise men are even more clever than somebody that you know. That's how clever they were. So they decided that they were going to do something. They decided we're going to follow the star because they really believed, boys and girls, that God was trying to tell them a very important message. Now, see, in those days, you couldn't book your EasyJet flights. Um, there was no TransLink. There was no buses or trains. How do you think these men would have went from one place to another? What do you think they would have done? Can you shout it out and tell me? You are super. You should be up here teaching this instead of me. You're a very clever man indeed. You are right. They would have got their camels, packed up everything that they needed, and set on their very long journey. You know, they would have brought maybe tents. They would have brought blankets, because in those days at nighttime, even in the desert, it would have got cold. They would have needed food and water. But there was other gifts that they brought. And I've already seen the gifts. In fact, they're still up here at the front. Can anybody put their hand up and tell me the three gifts that the wise men brought? Seth, can you shout it out? Excellent answer. Gold, fit for a king. Frankincense, which was used in worship. And myrrh, oh, that was your perfume, ladies. Those three gifts were brought with them. Now, here's a really interesting fact. People seem to think that there were only three wise men because of the three gifts. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us if there were any more or even if there were any less, but lots of people believe that there were only three wise men. And even if there were, I'm sure that they had brought other people with them to bring all the other things that they would have needed. So they set off on their journey, and it was a long journey. In fact, Days after days they journeyed. Days turned into weeks, weeks turned into months, but they kept going. Now they didn't pull up Google Map, they didn't look at their sat-nav. How were they to know what direction to go in? What was bright and shining in the sky? What was it? Can you shout it out? Excellent answer. The brand new big star. And all they needed to do was follow it. Boys and girls, that's exactly what they did. Now, they came to a place called Jerusalem. Put your hands up if you've heard of Jerusalem in the Bible. Yeah, it's a big place. 
They came to Jerusalem, and as they came in, lots of people would have looked at them. Who are these men, and why are they here? They would have looked very different from the people who lived there. But boys and girls, it was the wise men who asked the right question. And just to prove to you that this is in fact a true story, I'm going to read to you from God's special book, the words, the very words that these wise men said. This is what they asked. They said, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. But the people in Jerusalem had not heard of a brand new king. What? What are you talking about? Oh, we don't know of a brand new king. We already have our king. In fact, this was their king. This man was King Herod. Does he look like a happy king? Not really. He doesn't at all. King Herod was a powerful king. And it didn't take long for him to hear, what's this? A a brand new king has been born? Oh, I have heard nothing of the sort. Do you think he'd be happy about this? He was very, very cross and a wee bit worried. If there was a brand new king, then what on earth was going to happen to him? He decided to call the Jewish leaders to him. And these people would have known a lot about God. And he asked them, Have you heard about this brand new king? Tell me everything that you know. And again, they would have got their scrolls out and they would have known the answer. They would have known that the brand new baby king was to be born in Bethlehem. Right, King Herod thought, okay. He decided to call the wise men secretly to himself. And he brought them to him and he said this. I want you to go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Hmm. Now, boys and girls, do you really think that King Herod wanted to worship this brand new baby king? We have a thumbs down over there. Certainly not. No way. He did not want to do that. Do you know what he wanted to do? He wanted to kill this brand new baby king. Oh no, God has worked so hard to make sure that Jesus, his own son, was born that night in a manger in a stable. And now here comes King Herod and he's wanting to kill baby Jesus. Would that ever happen? No. Do you know what, boys and girls? Remember this. God is always bigger than any king, than any queen that we will ever know. And when God does something, he'll make sure that it always passes out. God has a great plan, an amazing plan. And even this man, King Herod, no, he's not going to upset it. I wonder today, boys and girls, the same God that we've talked about, do you know him in that special way? It's so good that you've already sang about him and that you seem to really know about him in your head But I wonder today, do you know him in your heart? The Bible tells us that we must believe in him. That means that we ask him to take away all those wrong things that we've ever done. Does anybody know the name of that word, that the wrong things that we've done that the Bible calls it? It's a very small word and it begins with an S. Do you know? Sin, you really are a wise man. Sin, that is right, well done. Sin is every time that we do something that goes against God. Boys and girls, it could be every time 
you stamp your foot in bad temper. It could be every time you've used a wrong word, or maybe even used God's word in the wrong way. It's even every time we think a wrong thought. See that boy in my class? Oh, I just hate him. And even though you haven't said it out loud, God knows your very thoughts. That's how much he knows you. But he also loves you so much. And that's why God decided to send the best thing that he had, his one and only son, who used to live in heaven with him at that time, but was then born in that little manger and grew up as a man. Boys and girls, I hope you know him. I hope you've turned from your sin and put your trust in him. You know, the wise men didn't realize King Herod had another plan. And so they said to him, yeah, that's fine. We'll come back and we'll tell you where he is. And they left. The star started to move again and they decided to follow it. It stopped outside a house in Bethlehem. And I've already, told, I've already shown you, who do you think was inside the house? Who can look at the picture and tell me, do you know who's inside the house? Superman, Mary and Joseph. And you'll notice from the picture that Jesus isn't a teeny tiny little baby anymore. He's more like a young child, a young toddler. That's how long it took the wise men to get to him. Do you know, these wise men were so excited to meet this brand new baby king. And I can imagine that Mary was so excited to see them. She probably told them everything about how the angel had told her she would carry the child and another angel would tell Joseph that they needed to name him Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. Boys and girls, God's great rescue plan is for you. Moms and dads, it's for you too. Do you know what, boys and girls? God wants you to know him this year. He wants you to trust in him and put him number one in your life. In every single thing that you do, put God first. If you're a Christian boy and girl here, that's what he wants you to do. There's lots of boys and girls here that I will not see next week. Or there's lots of boys and girls in your neighborhood that I'll not be able to talk to. But that's your special job. And when you put him first, you could use your mouth to tell other people all about him and what you've already learned in your nativity and what you've even heard today about the message of the star. You know, these wise men came and they worshipped God. And God allowed them to understand who this baby was. Now, we know the end of the story, don't we? We know from God's book, the Bible, that Jesus didn't stay a baby, but he grew up just like us and lived a perfect life, not like us. We've all done wrong things. I've done wrong things, boys and girls. But the Bible tells us Jesus never, ever did anything wrong. And that's why when the time was right, cruel men put him on the cross when he was 33 years old and he died a terrible death, but it was all part of God's big plan. God's big plan is that you would know him and be with him in heaven one day. It's not just for certain people, it's for every single person. That's why Christmas time really is the most wonderful time of the year because we remember that God gave his best. He gave Jesus his one and only son. 
And after that, when he died on the cross and came back to life again three days later, he then went back to heaven, boys and girls, never to die again. So today and this morning, as you've already been so good with your own nativity and you've listened really well today, I wonder, do you know God in that way? Maybe you don't know him just yet. God is being kind to you today because he's given you another chance to hear it, but to understand it in your heart. I wonder, will you turn away from the sin in your life, trust in him and put him one first in your life? Number one, do you know what, boys and girls? God will then have an amazing plan for you. And I get so excited whenever I think of all the boys and girls who know God because he has a great plan for your life. Boys and girls, I really hope you have the most lovely Christmas. I hope it's full of fun and excitement and presents and turkey and crackers. But I hope even on Christmas morning, before it all begins, that you take one moment to say thank you to God for what he's already done for you. Boys and girls, thank you for listening so well. And if it's okay, I'm just going to close my part off with a wee prayer. So do you think you could fold your arms like this? Just it helps us to concentrate. That's the only reason. And I'm going to say thank you to God for what we've all heard this morning in church. Father, we thank you for every single boy and girl, mommy and daddy and big person here today. We thank you for CB Kids. We thank you for Carrick Baptist. And we thank you, Lord, that you're here right now. Thank you for baby Jesus and that you gave us the most wonderful thing that you have. Thank you, Lord, that he did grow and die on the cross and come back to life again. Thank you for your great rescue plan. And I pray today that the boys and the girls would really understand the true meaning of Christmas and you'll help them to trust in you. Be with them, Lord, this year. Help them in all that they do. For we ask all of these things in your name. Amen.